0: Hi everyone, this is Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Everything Is Football. Don't go away. Hello everyone, and welcome to another EIF podcast. And so, Mark, we saw earlier this week that FIFA finally decided to expand the World Cup, and unlike what we have right now, starting in 2026, the World Cup is going to have 48 teams with 16 groups of three teams each, with two teams advancing from each group, and worst part of all, a penalty shootout to decide every draw on the group stage. And Hawk, we'll get to you eventually, but I know Mark really wants to rant right <laughs> now. So the floor the floor is yours, Mark.
1: Well I suppose I'll start with the positives, of which there are not many, but the only thing I would say is that this does shake things up a little bit. And that's really the only positive I can get is that international soccer has in the past couple of years, maybe become a little stale. The same teams kind of qualifying, no real surprises. And for all of the people that were crit- critical of, your, of this past Euro, um, with the expansion to 24 teams, I did think that brought something. Um, we got to see the likes of Iceland and the whales of the world do something where in pre- previous tournaments, they may not have qualified. So I thought that that was okay. But I think there's a limit to the expansion and going from 16 to 24 um, in a, in a confederation like Europe is okay and makes sense. And while the, yes, you had the likes of Northern Ireland and company all in all, it was probably still a strong Euro and 24 teams is probably sufficient. Going from 32 teams to 48 in the world cup is absolutely ludicrous. And just going based off of today's current FIFA rankings, here are some of the teams that would qualify for the World Cup if it was held right now. Curaçao, Uzbekistan, Haiti, Burkina Faso, the United Arab Emirates, and, and I could go on. What are those teams doing?
0: Surely, surely there are and better
1: I, teams than that in the top 48. Going based off of the, the FIFA rankings, and Wow. and and the and the issue is is how they're going about doing the expansion, because they want to give the likes of Asia and um, uh, CONCACAF more representatives to give these teams some hope, and to allow them to qualify for a World Cup, but that's just incredibly unfair based on the strength of confederations. If you're going to have a 48-team World Cup, then South America, frankly, should get all 10 teams. And yet they're, they're, the current proposal is that they would only get an additional two spots and go from five to seven. And considering that South America, that their teams continually make the second round, continually make the quarterfinal, that's just a joke. And they're considering giving Asia eight spaces, eight spaces. And Concacaf seven, and this is even. But before, and this is just simply talking about the teams. This isn't even getting into the the group structure, which is a group of three where the top two advance, which could lead to an unbelievable amount of dead rubber matches, where (laughs) where you know the two teams win, and then in the third game they agree to draw or whatever it might be to benefit them and then you get into the point of penalty kick shootouts to decide games, any team can now just sit with 11 people at the top of the box knowing that you could actually win the game without getting one shot on goal. It, it's, it's hard to really just in, encapsulate what here is the most aggravating thing, the lessening of the quality in this tournament, Um, obviously a three team group structure is ludicrous. And of course, adding penalty shootouts to group matches just gives teams absolutely no incentive to play. So games that we could potentially get like the UAE versus Panama, which is already going to be an absolute snooze fest will become even more so knowing that they can just sit back and play for a penalty kick shootout and without even getting a shot on goal. So the whole thing is a mess. And I have some suggestions for maybe what they could have done to make it better, but I'll get into those a little bit later, and I'll let maybe you guys have some different opinions. I would I, be hard-pressed to, to find them, but maybe you do.
0: Well, well, Mark, before before we move on to Hawk, just a couple a of couple things. Uh, one, do you think this makes international football more irrelevant or, I guess, less relevant in the sense that a team such as Brazil or Argentina really now is essentially guaranteed a spot in the World Cup. Yes, it's only two extra spots, but you'd think that these top teams in these federations will have it much easier than they have now. And perhaps that might take a little bit off the you know, off the prestige of international soccer into a World Cup or cup America or Euro. And and secondly, as for a positive, don't you think that this could lead to maybe a sort of NCAA tournament uh kind of situation? Almost kind of like what you said we saw with Iceland, whereas We could see maybe a Curaçao or, you know, an international (laughs) lesser maybe make a run. (laughs) Well,
1: actually, to go to your first question, that is one of the things I was going to talk about um, as a potential, you know, a potential improvement and a potential bright spot into this expansion is that already the international window is a disaster. Um, No football fan on earth, I'd be hard pressed to find any that enjoy the international window, except maybe south american fans because qualifying is quite difficult as it is as is the current setup um and so just going to 48 teams would make it even more irrelevant and one of my suggestions would be that if you're going to do this you know whatever they might distinguish maybe the top 16 in the fifa ranking qualify automatically every single year you just get rid of it they never have to play qualifiers you can get rid of multiple international windows um and in you know if they were to do that then i think people would be looking at this a little bit differently because okay maybe we get a slightly worse world cup with 48 teams and ridiculous groups and absurd penalty shootouts but i think people might be more willing to accept that if fifa was able to was if fifa were to get rid of the dreaded international break by all by pretty much guaranteeing qualification to the top you know, 16 or 24 teams in the world per, you know, per confederation, USA and Mexico always qualify, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, always qualify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So I think that's one thing that they could look at. And as for the second question of whether this could make it a more exciting, you know, NCAA March Madness type tournament, I don't disagree. I actually, you know, again, this comes to the point of how this could have been done better I do think it will be exciting after the group stage. You'll get a 32 team knockout round, and you know surprises will happen. And I think that that's kind of cool. Um, so yes, I do agree that seeing you know this type of 32 team knockout could be cool. And at this point, it's really just the group setup that that bothers me. Um, but like you said, at this point, it's 48 teams. In my opinion, might as well make it 64 and make it an actual NCAA March Madness. No group stage, 64 teams, knockout round the whole way, and then we'll end up with, you know, Saudi Arabia as our World Cup champs in
0: 2026. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Hawk, do you are you as are you as negative about this accession as Mark, or or are you more leaning towards a, perhaps a brighter side to all of this?
2: Simply put, yes. I agree with a lot of what Mark said, and it's unfortunate really because I think that it just lowers the level of the World Cup. When we talked with Shaka Hislop on our podcast, he said that the World Cup is the highest level of football and that he judges players and their legacies based on their success in the World Cup, which is why he said Messi's not the best player of all time, in his opinion. And I'm worried now that with this new format that it won't it can't really be considered that anymore, I don't think. Because sure, for these small nations, for the Uzbekistans, the Curaçao's, the UAEs, etc., it's great for them. You know, the, the people of those nations will get to see their teams competing in the most famous international tournament in the world, and that's great. But from the perspective of of the entire world of of soccer, of football, it just lowers the level because if you have Argentina playing against Uzbekistan in the group stage of the World Cup, do you think Argentina is going to play Messi? No, they're going to rest all their best players. Their backups will destroy Uzbekistan. And then it basically becomes basically another meaningless qualification game because it it's just extra time to get to the actually good games that everybody wants to see and i just i just don't i don't agree with a lot of it and i just don't really get the point i
1: got to stop yeah, you right and, there uh, hawk because you're because you're you're really sleeping on a nice uzbek team igor Sergiv, <laughs> great footballer <laughs> i've heard a lot of
0: messy I, I comparisons mean...
1: yeah me too the uzbekistani messi is what they say yeah.
0: I think, I think another thing about this as well is, and I guess this is a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but it really diminishes any sort of record, right? I mean, well, Close, Close has the record right now for goals. If you expand the, the World Cup into this ridiculous format and you have Messi playing as back Center, somehow Argentina decide to play him. Perhaps not him, but I I'm sure Ronaldo would love to play against his back. Then. You know, R- Ronaldo's <laughs> gonna score ten goals in that game and break the record, in, you know, in two games. Uh, so for me. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like, honestly, honestly off. it I, just takes so much precision. Honestly, that's
1: my biggest that's my biggest grievance with this is Ronaldo's gonna hit about forty-five past Curacao and become the it's new record goal scorer wrong. in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Actually he's 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 upset. He's upset he's retiring. He wants this to be pushed up to twenty eighteen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the the main positive that I'm taking out of this whole situation is that we at least have two more World Cups before this starts. Albeit they are in Russia and Qatar. True.
0: For now. For now.
2: <laughs> For now.
0: But on that note, we will be ending today, guys. Um, clearly, very negative impressions here from EIF in regards to the new World Cup format, but it's still ten years away. I guess nine right now. Um, and who knows? I, I feel like these things surely are not set in stone so early on. And I mean, like you guys said, there's there's way too much wrong with this to not fix it. And, and when, what I've been reading a lot online is the fact that you know FIFA are just in this for money. You know that's why at the end of the day yeah. they're expanding into Asia and really not into like you said, markets South America or Europe because they want the likes of China. Moving into the game, which which for me, if that's the reason, it's really disappointing. I hope it's for the the better reasons we've stated. But I guess I guess you never know with FIFA. Let's let's just have a little faith in uh in good old Johnny. And and on a party note, I would just like to give a shout out to Samuel Eto, who back when he was playing, strictly said something. I'm paraphrasing it here, something along the lines of, "I'm a footballer. I don't like to get involved in the politics of the game. You know, that's that's not my business." And then You know, very recently, he comes out, gives a nice speech in front of a a room full of people such as Johnny and all the Federation heads, and just really emphasized how great this expansion would be and how how much of a difference it would make and how they have this full support. So, well done, Samuel for your unwavering, Hmm. you know, staying away from politics, which lasted all of, you know, two years. And on that note, we'll end today. Thank you very much, guys. Everyone make sure to like EIF Soccer on Instagram, SoundCloud and Twitter, and follow us on Facebook at Everything Is Thank you very much for listening and have a good day.
1: Bye-bye.